Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about parenting your brain. Hey guys, what's up? How y'all doing today? I have had the best week. I've been coaching a lot this week, and I have seen so many fun wins with you guys this week. So much wisdom and insights. And it just makes me so happy to see the little wins from you guys. Um, one of my clients who has actually already finished the program um, recently just told me that she noticed with relationship anxiety that she continues to feel better and better each day. My anxiety has been slim to none, she said. I think the things we practice are clicking more and more every day. One of the things I feel like has clicked the most is that love is a choice and that there is no right or wrong way to feel. It's my story and journey. Instead of analyzing how I feel, I'm just enjoying my journey. I loved that and just had to share it with you guys. Like, there is no right or wrong choice. This is my story and my journey. Instead of analyzing how I feel, I'm enjoying my journey. Love that. Major shout out to you, uh, my client, for all the work you've done. You know who you are. I... And, and, and the rest of you guys, seriously, everyone showing up and doing work on themselves. It's just so fun to see progress. I know what a struggle this is. And also, like, it is so rewarding, too, to be able to experience more love and peace in your relationship. So, yeah, nice work. Um, so, I have a super fun topic for you guys today that I... I'm literally so pumped to talk to y'all about. I've been thinking about this a lot and kind of formulating it. So I'm hoping it clicks with you guys today. Um, I'm calling it parenting your brain. So your brain has lots of different, like there's anatomy to your brain and different sections of your brain um, that perform different functions. Um, but one of the areas of your brain is called the prefrontal cortex. And what this part of your brain does is it's in charge of decision making. It kind of makes plans ahead of time. It's like a lot of our more like rational thoughts um, tends to be more where our motivation comes from. Um, this I like to talk about as kind of like, it's almost like the adult of our brain. Um, it's one of the things that differentiates us from animals. They don't have as developed prefrontal cortex. And then the rest of your brain is what I call the primitive brain, which is just the brain that is a little bit more in the moment, seeking immediate gratification and reward. Um, it's not thinking about things ahead of time. It kind of more wants to act on impulse. Its desire is to conserve energy and make things easier for you. So when I think about the relationship between these two parts of our brain, I think of the prefrontal cortex as like the parent of your brain. And the primitive brain is a little bit more like the child of your brain. Of your brain. It tends to just want what it wants and want it now and it's a little bit less mature thought um so 
each of us have this internal parent and this internal child within our heads where we have this internal kind of battle of this parent that's kind of thinking ahead of time of what will be best for our future and um, you know what we should be doing and then the part of our brain that's just like this is what we want right now and this would be fun a little bit more childlike so thinking about that type of dynamic we kind of tend to have this relationship with our brain and many of us our relationship with our brain is very negative and we get frustrated with our brain um, but that relationship much like a parent-child relationship, is very essential. It's very important in how we develop and how we grow. So I wanna talk to you about some of the different parenting styles that we see like with parents and children and how that translates into sometimes the parenting style we have within ourselves, the way we parent our own brain and how sometimes that is effective and other times maybe not as effective. So there's four different styles that people, that researchers have kind of like identified in parenting. So I'm gonna take you through these four different styles. And the first one is authoritarian. So the authoritarian parent is very focused on punishment. It's very much my way or the highway, that these are the rules, you need to do it. Um, not really interested in understanding what's going on for the kid. It's just like, this is my way and therefore it's the best way and you should do it this way. That um, if you're not following the rules, it's just totally unacceptable. So for example, say the rule the parent has is you know, being home by 10, that that's their curfew. And authoritarian parent will be like, you, you weren't home by 10, that is unacceptable. I don't care why you were home late, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, you're grounded for a week. And very, very focused on here's the rules and here are punishments and not very open to the kid's perspective. So, this type of parenting obviously tends to create a lot of resentment, a lot of fear. Um, it's not the most effective. And what this style translates to when we are maybe parenting ourselves, when we're having an authoritarian parenting style in our brain, often sounds like I hear people saying things like, I need to control my brain. I need to not ever think these thoughts. These thoughts are bad. They label things as bad when they're, they label their feelings as bad. They tend to get very angry with themselves when their brain slips and goes into anxious thinking patterns or maybe thinking patterns they thought they got rid of. Um, and they shame themselves and kind of like punish themselves for thinking in an anxious way. Um, Maybe even thoughts like, he doesn't deserve to be with someone who feels like this or who gets anxious like this. Very similar to a parent telling their child, I don't deserve to be dealing with a kid who comes home late. 
We start kind of shaming ourselves for for who we're being and what we're doing. We're not very interested in understanding why our brain is wanting to think the way it is. We're not very interested in trying to like sympathize or be loving with ourselves and our thoughts. It's very judgmental. We kind of just shut ourselves down. We really are focused on like, okay, going forward, like um, I'm going to control, I'm going to try harder to get my brain to do exactly what I want. Very much like a parent of like, okay, I'm going to double down on punishment. I'm going to try harder to force my kid to never come home past 10 p.m. So not the most effective way to go about it. Style number two is permissive parenting. So this style of parenting has rules, but they don't tend to be enforced. They generally aren't followed up on. So this is the parent who says, I need you to be home by 10 p.m. But the kids know the parent doesn't actually mean it. The, these are the kids that um, they kind of just walk all over it. They come home at 1 a.m. and the parents don't ever say anything about it. There's not any punishment for the behavior. There's no discussion. It, they kind of just like let it happen. Maybe they're a little bit sad or frustrated that their kids won't do what they ask, but they want to be nice and they just kind of assume like kids will be kids. And even though I have this rule that they're home by 10, there's not really anything I can do to get them to come home before 10. It's just they're going to do what they want to do. So brains that tend to parent themselves, when we tend to parent our brains in a permissive style, what this sounds like is maybe a little bit defeated of just, this is what my brain tends to think. My brain wants to run away with these anxious stories and scenarios. I've asked my brain to not do it. Um, I've kind of tried to change it, but this is just what it's going to do. Like, this is just how it is. My brain just does this. There's nothing I can do about it. It just sucks. It's just the way it is. So it's very passive. It's like we, we want our brains to change. We want to think differently, but we've just kind of accepted this is how my brain is. And as much as I dislike it, I'm stuck. This is how it is. I've told my kids to come home by 10, but they're just going to come home at one. There's not much I can do about it. It just kind of sucks. It's just the way it is. So permissive parenting is is pretty passive. So when we do it with our brains, we're being very passive with our brains. We're just kind of letting our brains walk all over us. We're letting our brains just think whatever the heck they want. And as much as we don't like it, we really don't do much to change it. We just kind of feel stuck with it and let it happen the way it does. Now, the third style is uninvested parenting. So these are parents that, unlike the first two, don't have any rules at all. Per, um, permissive parenting and authoritarian, you know, they've told their kids the rules. Um, how they respond when they ki their kids break the rules is very different. But uninvested parenting, they don't set rules at all. They really are pretty unattentive to their kids. They don't spend time with their kids. They don't really care about what's going on for them. They don't care what time they get home. They 
you know, where the other two parents had asked the kids to come home by 10, this parent has never set a curfew at all. They aren't very nurturing or providing any guidance or attention. Um, they're just kind of indifferent. And so obviously this style of parenting is not the best way to go. Um, and what it looks like in our brains is we maybe instead of like noticing what's going on in our brains and telling our brains we don't want to feel anxious, we're, you know, we're not setting any rules at all for our brain. We're not even telling our brain that we don't want to be thinking certain thoughts. It is just total indifference and we're avoidant. So it tends to look like a lot of numbing out behaviors. Like maybe we are watching lots of Netflix or um, constantly trying to, you know, listen to other things to drown out our own internal thoughts. Maybe we are eating lots of food or drinking lots of alcohol um, or online shopping whatever we can to try to avoid what's going on inside our head. We're just trying to push it away. We're trying to not think about it. We definitely don't want to talk about mental health. We don't talk to a coach or a counselor about what's going on in our heads. We just kind of ignore and disregard it and kind of hope it's going to go away or change. Um, sometimes even to the point of maybe just being really defeated and not trying anymore. So clearly that method isn't gonna get us any progress, right? As we just, if we're just indifferent and not trying and just kinda like it is the way it is, we're not investing any time or energy into our brain. Okay, so parenting style number four is authoritative. So authoritative parents, they set rules just like the first two styles of permissive and authoritarian. Authoritative parents, though, they create a positive relationship. And they do enforce rules, but they're not quick to punish or shame their children. So the kids know curfew is 10 p.m. But if they break curfew, they might have conversations. Like, hey, I noticed you got home late. What happened? Was everything okay? What can we do from having, from keeping this from happening in the future? They have a very positive conversation with their kids. They reinforce good behavior and say, hey, I noticed you got home on time last night. Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. They help their kids understand the rules. Like they don't just set the rules and say, this is the way it is like authoritarian parents might, they say, hey, curfew's 10 because, you know, this is when we go to bed and we want to be able to know that you're safe. We want to make sure that everything's okay. When you get home past 10 and you don't call us, we're concerned about you. We might possibly call your friend's parents or call the police because maybe something happened that we don't know about. When you get home by 10 or you let us know, this helps us make sure you're okay. Like, what would you do in our situation if you got home past 10? It's very much conversational. We want to understand where the kid's coming from, as well as helping the kid understand where you're coming from and why these rules are so important. This style of parenting 
tends to be the healthiest kind of way to parent. It tends to be the most effective. These parents are investing time, they're investing energy. So they really build their relationship with their kids. And they don't just wait for problems to happen to start talking about it. They are investing time and energy ahead of time before problems even occur. They are taking their kids on maybe daddy-daughter dates or they're spending time in the evening talking with them. They're really like showing their kids that they're a priority for them. So what this sounds like in the brain version of parenting is one, we're asking questions. We're curious. When we are anxious and our brains are running away, we're not quick to judging and shutting it down. We're like, hey, I noticed you're really worrying about this. What's going on? Love, are you okay? We're, why, you know, why do you think it's so important to worry about this? And we're curious with our brain. We want to hear what's going on for our brain without just jumping to judgment and punishment. But on the other hand, we're also still setting boundaries and rules with our brain. We aren't just letting our brain go down the rabbit hole of worrying all the time. We're setting boundaries with our brain of like, no, that like we're not going there right now. That's not something we're doing. So we're setting rules that we enforce, but we do it from a place of love. We help our brain understand why it isn't useful to go down the rabbit hole and how doing that really doesn't serve us or help us in our relationship. It just makes us more anxious. We help our brain understand why it's important to think in certain ways and we also understand our brain. We're willing to understand why it thinks the way it does and we're curious with it. We cultivate a very positive and loving attitude towards our brain. We're willing to invest time into our brain. Investing time in our brain, particularly before problems start, Many of us are very reactive with our brains and we wait for our head to spiral and for us to feel really anxious and then we want to do something about it. Then we want to um, do something for our mental health and go get coaching or journal or talk to someone. We're reacting once we start getting really anxious versus being willing to invest time and energy ahead of time. Investing time in our mental health, of spending time with ourselves, journaling, meditating, getting a coach or a therapist, really genuinely wanting to understand what's going on for us and actively setting time aside every day and every week to cultivate good mental health rather than letting it get so bad and then trying to hurry and fix it. We're actively showing our brain like, this is a priority for me. I care about you. I'm investing time, money, and energy into you. And we create that kind of relationship with our brain, much like a parent would with a child of showing like, you're priority to me. I want to spend time on you. I want to spend money on you. I want to have a good relationship with you. I'm not going to wait until you act out to hang out with you and ask what's going on, I'm going to be doing that consistently. So when problems do come up, we're ready. We already have a solid relationship there. 
And that's what we're doing with our brain is saying, hey, I'm creating this good relationship with myself ahead of time. So when triggers come up, when anxiety becomes more intense, I have that kind of relationship with myself that I'm ready and I'm prepared to navigate through that. So I want you to ask yourself, of these four parenting styles, the authoritarian, permissive, uninvested, or authoritative, which style does your brain tend to be? Do you notice particularly one? Maybe you notice a mix. Maybe sometimes you try one style, once time, sometimes you try the other. Maybe we cycle through all of them at some point. So the day after this episode drops, I'm going to be having a quiz on my Instagram with these different styles. And I would love to hear kind of which style you feel like your brain tends to do, as well as see what other people's brains tend to do. So go to Mikkel Kristen on Instagram to submit that. That's at Mikkel Kristen. So you kind of think about that of what style or styles do you notice yourself doing? And what can we do to start becoming a more authoritative parent with our brain? Do we maybe need to set up some rules or boundaries with our brain? Do we need to put some time, energy, and thought into cultivating a positive relationship with our brain? Do we need to maybe be investing time and energy and money and effort into it? Do we need to get a coach or a therapist? Or do we need to spend more time journaling or meditating? Maybe we just need to spend more time asking ourselves questioning questions and listening to our brain. Or maybe we need to set more boundaries with our brain and we need to set some rules and tell our brain, hey, it's not okay for you to talk to me like this. It's not okay for us to go down this rabbit hole and make ourselves absolutely panicked. Um, maybe it looks like setting some rules up for yourself like that. Maybe we need to be understanding ourselves more, or maybe we need to be more loving and forgiving with our brain. What would it look like for you? What is the next step to become that more authoritative parent with your brain? Because as we cultivate that more healthy style of parenting within ourselves, we're going to naturally notice the managing anxiety becomes much easier. It becomes less intense. And when it comes up, we trust ourselves to be able to get through it. And in moments where maybe we feel like anxiety gets the best of us, we know we've got ourselves too. That we're not going to beat ourselves up or punish ourselves for it. That overall, that kind of healthy relationship we establish will allow us to have the life we want to have, to be able to manage anxiety differently and have it become something that is no longer this controlling thing in your life. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. We will talk next week. Bye.